0: Hey there church family, Uh, it's good to be with you here, uh, live from Ben's living room on on Sunday. It's been a real joy to see a number of you involved in Church Online uh, and to see my friendly church family's faces uh, every Sunday morning. So thank you guys so much for being involved. But uh, I'm excited because today I get to share from the Bible one of my favorite things to do and um, today, I'm going to share from that beautiful passage that was just read out from Ephesians 2, 11 to 22. Um, but to begin with, I want to tell you a bit of a, a guilty confession that that Taryn and I love to do in lockdown. It's our only way to sort of get through some of the monotony and the day-to-day stuff of lockdown. We tend to dive headfirst into renovating our house and, and just like if there's a project that needs to be done, we get straight on it in lockdown because it, it's, it's just a great outlet. It's a great place to just get something started and generally finished, uh, hopefully. But lately, this, the, the project that we've been working on is our backyard um, and trying to landscape that. And we've been on that journey for the best part of six months, I think. Um, but lately, like, it's coming together and it's looking really good. So if you didn't know, when we first got our place, our backyard was a mess. It was a bit of a granny garden. There was overgrown plants everywhere. Uh, and we tore them all out and it started to look like this video, um, where there was rubble everywhere in the dirt. There was old bits of concrete. There was old buildings, um structures, pergolas, all of which was just butt ugly, right? And then it was framed beautifully in this brown fence, red-brown. <laughs> who, who ever chose that as a good fence color? I, I didn't, but maybe some of you out there like it, I don't know. But anyway, the final piece for us, or one of the essential pieces this week, uh, on my birthday, I painted the fence a dark color. And wow, it has just framed the backyard beautifully. And so this is the comparison video for you. As you can see, it's got grass, there's greenery. There's a whole new life there. Uh, one of my favorite bits is that we, we restored a lot of stuff. Instead of sending it to landfill, we, we put a lot of the concrete in the concrete wall. Um, but there is still this one thing about my backyard that I hate. And it is this uh, but ugly Awning that our neighbors have put up right on the boundary, and literally the the shade cloth hangs on top of the fence that I just painted, and there's nothing I can do about it. It's been there forever. I'm I'm sure it's illegal. I don't know how to get around it, but like I just it is an eyesore, and there's nothing more to say about it. And as I was reading this passage today, it reminded me of that. This as Paul's talking about this dividing wall of hostility. That's almost what this wall is like to me in my backyard. And it's almost been impenetrable. Like, I haven't, until this week, I haven't been able to talk to these neighbors through this wall or over the fence. Now, one of my favorite shows growing up was Tool Time with uh, Tim Allen, and he'd always talk to his neighbor. All you'd see of his neighbor was this much, but at least he'd talk to him, you know? But it got me thinking, around the walls that we put up and, and how it comes naturally to the human heart to put up walls. Uh, whether we, we enforce walls between us and, and people around us. Maybe it's our friends, maybe it's family, maybe it's people we don't like. We, we put up these walls that keep them at a distance. Uh, but, but we also do that to God, right? Um, where He has torn down the greatest wall that ever existed that that we weren't from the Jewish nation, that we weren't able to live perfect lives, that we had this sin that was impeding our relationship with Him, living with peace with Him. We were unable to do that because... But He tore that wall down, right? But sometimes, you know, our human heart can be deceitful, and we deceive ourselves, and we put up these other walls, they keep him at a distance. Some that come to mind can be this, this idea that, nah, I'm no, I'm not good enough for that. I'm not good enough for God. No, he has made you good enough. Um, or I'm too old to change my ways. Or maybe that, that person could never come to Christ. Or we, we see people in our community and we just, we don't see a way that God could enter their life. But my friends, he is the God of the miraculous. doesn't matter how far off someone is. Whether they smell different, look different, talk different. He has the power to save us all. See, where the Jews were um, good at putting up dividing walls of hostility was in the temple. And that's what Paul's talking about in this passage in Ephesians 2. That's the, the real context for him here. He says that remember at one time you were separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants, having no hope and without God in this world. That sounds pretty desolate. It sounds like my original backyard. Desolate. But now in verse 13, In Christ Jesus, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility see what he's getting at there is this this idea or this this there was this practice in the jewish temple where there was the very inner courts right holy of holies but around that surrounded the inner courts where only jewish people could go and really only jewish men and the jewish women could only go to the very outer courts of that inner court and at that place uh, at the end of that was some stairs that went down so this temple was up on a hill and it looked fantastic Then the stairs went down and that court outside the outer court was the court for the gentiles so the gentiles could never cross that wall they could never cross that plane and enter into the very inner courts of god's temple the place where he was dwelling on earth the place of his presence was never good enough for the gentiles and, and in Christ now, what we have is that this division is broken. There is no Jew, no Greek, no 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 slave, no free, no man, no woman. All have equal access to the presence of God. Now that is a promise. That is an incredible um, opportunity that we are being given to live at peace with God where we couldn't have peace before. We put up dividing walls wherever we go, whether we know it or not. So let me ask you, what walls have you erected in your heart to keep God at a distance or to keep others at a distance, family members, friends, neighbours? What dividing walls have you put up to keep people away? See, it doesn't matter which suburb you're from. It doesn't matter where you went to school or what your upbringing was. It doesn't matter what your job is, your career, what your pay packet is. At the end of the day, we all have the same access to Christ. We all have the same access to the throne room of God, the kingdom of God, through the blood of Christ. See, there's no, no Kiwi, no Aussie. We may be fiercely competitive when it comes to the blood is low, but we are equal before Christ. Doesn't matter whether you're from Blacktown or from King's Langley. Doesn't matter whether you live in, in Mountie or if you're in the Ponds, Marion or Schofields. Doesn't matter where you are from. We are all equal in Christ. Whether you're homeless or you have a mansion, rich, poor, male, female, young, old, all have the same access now in Christ. What an incredible truth. See, this is the way it was meant to be for all of us to live at peace with God, to be able to have peace with God and peace with others, to have this shalom. See, God is the peacemaker. That is who he is. He is the reconciler. He is a reconciling God. And so we, as his people, must be a reconciling people. A people who live for the peace and the prosperity of our city. Who, who live at peace with our neighbours. Who carry the peace of God into those situations. The love of God into those situations. Wherever you are, I pray that the love of God would permeate through you. Because the promise of God is not just that you now have access to his holy place, but as in in verse uh, 21, 22, in Ephesians chapter 2, it says, In him we are all being built together into a dwelling place for God by his Spirit, of whom Christ is the cornerstone. See, we are no longer just onlookers in the outside of the temple on the onlookers to the presence of God no 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 my friends we are the dwelling place of God wherever we go we carry his precious presence with us we take the presence of God with us so if God is the mighty peacemaker then we must be peacemakers taking his presence with us we become people of peace who who or ambassadors for Christ. Let me leave you with this this passage from 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5. Verse 17 is um verse f- Yeah, verse 17 of chapter 5, 2 Corinthians says this Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away and the new has come. All this is from God who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Each of us are full-time ministers wherever we are. There is no layperson and pastor when it comes to the ministry of reconciliation. We are all called to carry the peace of God, to live at peace with Him and with others, to tear down dividing walls of hostility wherever we are. Because God has given us this me- message of reconciliation, reconciling people to their God, to live how they were created to live, to live at peace with Him with others. So you are surrounded by people of influence and as you start to live as a person of peace in that community I am confident of this that God will bring other people of peace across your path. People who listen to you, people who love you, people who serve you and they may or may not be Christian people but those are the people that God wants you to interact with, speak peace into their life, to share the good news of Jesus with, that he has made a way for us to have access to God and his dwelling place is now with us. How good, eh? Let me pray for you wherever you're at. Father, thank you so much that you are here with us today. That together we are your dwelling place. Lord, I pray that your spirit would fill us up wherever we are. That you would equip us and train us to be people of peace. To be ambassadors for you. Carrying this ministry of reconciliation into our worlds. Lord, help us to live at peace with others. Live at peace with ourselves, And to live at peace with you. Lord, reveal to us any any dividing walls of hostility that we've placed between us and you. We wanna live in the spaces that you have us for. We open up the doors and we find we're already in those wide open spaces with you, Lord. Help us tear down the walls. Jesus, thank you so much for dying for us and opening a way that we'd be reconciled to you. And it's in your name that we pray all these things. Amen. Thanks, friends. Until next time, catch you later. G'day there and welcome to the Oak City Church podcast. We are so glad that you've joined us today for another encouraging message from our Sunday gatherings of Oak City Church. If we can connect with you in any way, please see us at oakcitychurch.com.au or check out our socials online. We hope to see you in person soon.